Welcome to the Midlife Athlete podcast, uh, hosted by two midlife athletes uh, in uh, me, Jason Smith, and my good friend uh, and colleague, Greg Ryan. Hello. Morning, Greg. Morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, I say I'm good. I've got a midlife athlete um, problem in my Achilles is actually oh, trail uh, run yesterday. You need to see a good physio. I do. I don't know a good physio. That's a problem. Neither do um, I. Neither do I. <laughs> so... Midlife Athlete Podcast, we thought it would be, um, well, we're midlife athletes ourselves. Yep. We try to be. Um, and we're trying to be. Well, we're, de- we're thought- definitely midlife. We're very good at that. Uh, the athletic side of it is is open to debate, isn't it? Well, I think <laughs> for yourself. Um, you know, you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely right. We, I mean, I don't know about you, but we, I think we both probably felt that there was this there's more and more people our age doing, in some cases, pretty extreme mm. um, endurance sports. Mm. And yet um, there, there isn't sort of information about, you know, what that means to us physiologically, how we should train, mm. diets, all that kind of stuff. Ramification for health and that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. does that, does, are we going to live longer or, or actually are mm. we kind of... Doing ourselves in all this, yeah, in all this, and and so you know, maybe it's a good start for listeners if we explain and give an introduction as to who we are. So, do you want to do you want to kick it off? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I am fifty three years old. Uh, I am a physiotherapist. Been a physio since I was since nineteen ninety one, um, and I've just been plowing that uh, furrow, as it were, for for all those years, and and. In my youth, loved sport. Um, whether I was any good at it, you have to ask my friends. Um, but rugby was my main thing for a long, long time. Um, and all the sort of training around that, and I enjoyed fitness training. I enjoyed doing all the sprint training and burying myself in a in a lake of lactic acid at the end of the day. And um, <laughs> and um, uh, I, I just I just really enjoyed sort of just being active. Um, and as I said, rugby was my main thing. Um, so that was all the way through my, my professional, uh, so my, my uh, physio career, I was playing rugby, getting injured, um, recovering, playing rugby, getting injured again. And <laughs> um, then in my 40s, moved out of London, uh, bought myself a road bike, uh, found a new way to um, suffer. <laughs> to bury myself in another, in another found another lake of lactic acid that I could bury myself in on a bike um and um yeah so it's been that plus a few other things like burpee challenges and just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be uh, as fit as I can for as long as I can um and to and therefore try to be as healthy as I can yeah that's my, well, that's my I, which thing. I think touches probably on we're all in the same boat and, mm. and, and, and motivations are for why we do that. Mm. Yeah. And I guess, so a very similar path, I guess I started, uh, I started as a cyclist. Um, as a kid, I was fascinated by uh, the milk race as it was then in the Tour yes, of France. I remember that. These huge mountains and, um, people like Sean Kelly and, mm. uh, Stephen Roche, Robert mm. Miller was a, I was, Robert yeah. Miller was a big he, idol of mine. He was, uh, he was the, he had the, um, Polka dot, didn't he? Jersey in the in the tour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was a phenomenal, phenomenal rider at the time, um, and and then kind of bit of bit of rugby in my early twenties, um, 
Uh, and then I, I got back into, you know, did a, some running, trail running, um, and uh, 10Ks and, you know, half marathons, that kind of stuff. Um, mountain bikes, mountain bike racing, cross-country stuff, that was that was a pretty cool, mm. pretty cool thing to do. Um, and then I guess latterly, you know, in my 40s, again, a bit like you, I, I returned – um back to road cycling back to my mm. my original starting point and that was that was through an achilles injury actually um through running and uh i felt uh, you know on a bike it, it didn't impact achilles so um and it just suddenly i felt like a teenager again when i when i got back on the bike so that was that was great and then from there realized that racing was probably beyond me but i was lucky enough to get fast tracked um, with Welsh cycling into coaching qualifications and uh, qualified as a British cycling coach um, and was lucky enough to coach some of their performance juniors. Um, one of which is, has gone on and is just, in fact, is riding the Vuelta at the moment. Is he? Bahrain McLaren. Yep, Scott Lovely. Davis. Whoa. Uh, helping uh, white poles. Yeah. Um and and then from there also opened up a whole bunch of sort of midlife athletes who had a bit like you come to cycling late and had signed up for a sporty, you know, ride mm. London or mm. or an ETAP, mm. um, but didn't actually really know how to train for it. So I did a lot of work with with those and still do some work with those midlife athletes, um, and as well as doing you know my own challenges uh, and, and we've done together. You know, yeah. we, we both yeah. did the one point two. Um, the nutters of one two, <laughs> the nutters of one two. So, so yeah. So I think I think we're both in a similar boat, and I imagine there's lots and lots of people mm. like us. Yeah. Well, I um, see in, in, in my clinic. I see uh, middle-aged runners all the time, middle-aged uh, athletes all the time. They're all getting pick-up niggles or carrying niggles with them from their earlier years, and then they try and resume um a, a sport or an activity and suddenly that old injury suddenly comes back to to haunt them a bit and um they they're knocking on my door um so i see it all the time and i i mean i've experienced it myself so as i am at the moment with my achilles yes with your achilles yes <laughs> we'll have a chat about that later <laughs> yeah, but but that also leads us to kind of i think you know one of the one of the goals for this podcast is 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 to to, to bring in experts you know, a bit like yourself, you know, um, but, but, and really kind of see if we can learn from those experts of what God, we should yeah. and shouldn't be yeah. doing um, around things like nutrition and training and physiology and, you know, even some of the sort of, you know, tips around how you should train as well. So psychology as well. I mean, the mental health side of things. I mean, I know that I get really grumpy if I don't exercise for a, for a couple of weeks um yeah and you know when you're injured um and you can't train i know when i couldn't play rugby and i was injured and uh in my youth it was i you go you go through a, a process of of um grieving you know you're you're in, you're in a state of mourning and and you know there's there's anger denial uh depression and then once you accept you're injured then you actually you get better quicker um, how quickly you go through that process is not, is another matter, but yeah, uh, we've all you know been you know you sit on the sidelines watching your mates run around, and you're there with your foot up in a cask going, oh god, <laughs> when's it going to yeah. end? Yeah, I think the motivation is a key mm. key part to mm. touch on, and I think hopefully it'll be really cool if we can get actually some some midlife athletes on mm. as well. Uh, well, we, we I think I think also we also want to hear from um, hopefully our 
burgeoning number of listeners uh, who uh, just tell, tell us their story, really. You know, how do they, were they, do they not exercise much in their youth and now feel they need to? Um, what motive, What has motivated them to to uh, to exercise? Or like us, we sort of, we've taken our love of exercise into our midlife and are trying to keep it up. Um, uh, yeah, so there'll be lots of varied stories, um, I'm sure. And you're never too old to start. I remember uh, being referred this uh, guy who's 67 and wanted some help with setting his heart rate zones. And mm. he wanted to improve his climbing on the bike. And I, I remember doing a double take and checking the the the, the form I got um, to see whether or not the date of birth was actually right. That it was, you know, he was mm. 67. And uh, true enough, he, he rocked up and... Um, he he he'd come to cycling really late. He he had, had cancer, and part of his sort of recovery was was just cycling down to the local shops, and he and he suddenly got into it. And um, he was a he was a pretty fit, good good rider. Mm. So you're never too late either. So I think yeah. you know it it it'd be really good to hear those stories. And um, well, uh, just, think- just 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 to decide, I mean, when I when I did the the attack uh in 2012 it was the um the evening we'd, we'd finished this big group of us in the hotel who'd gone through the same travel company and we were sitting down at a table there was this other uh couple of guys who were uh, who were there they were, they were much younger they were in their 20s and uh the, the one of them had done it the other one hadn't start even started he got injured just before but he came out anyway to support his mate and his mate did it i remember looking at him and he had he had his t-shirt on slightly uh the collar was slightly low and i could just see a little bit of a scar just below his throat and as he was talking he was he was relaying how it's just intimating slightly about uh, health issues and I was, I was thinking he's had open heart surgery and sure enough i just said have you had have you had surgery I explained i was a physio and and uh slight, i'm just apologize for for uh, intruding but yeah he's, he'd had open heart surgery in his teens and he was just trying to he was just relishing exercise again okay not midlife but you know there there will be midlife uh, athletes out there who've who've uh, you know their tick is a bit dodgy uh or have gone through treatment and and want to come out the other side and and be healthy and, and I think yeah. I think a lot of it with medicine is is very much things like cancer, um, yeah, life threatening illnesses. The NHS is fantastic and will 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 prevent you from dying. Um, but beyond that, what do you do? And it's literally well, we've you're alive, off you go, enjoy your life. But then people are saying, well, I need to be able to enjoy my life. What, what sort of quality of life will I have? And and they they turn to exercise. Either they return to exercise or they turn to exercise having not done it. They've read up about it and said, I need to do this, but they don't know how to do it. And so for, you know, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, my, my injuries have been you know, musculoskeletal, um, nothing life-threatening. Um, but uh, those people who have, who have had Ill, serious illnesses, you know, what do you do after, when, you, when you're better? And that's that's there's there's a bit of a a, a hole in in people's awareness and knowledge, I think, which hopefully yeah, will so, which hopefully will 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 help fill. 
I, I, I absolutely, and I think it'll be great because we'll be going on the journey with the listeners, mm. you know, learning mm. ourselves. Mm. How do you, you know, if you're new to exercise, don't be afraid, jump mm. in and do something. Mm. You know, it's not going to hurt the fact that you're 50. But likewise, what motivates these people who you know are running? in their fifties, like these ultra marathons that mm. I've, you know, personally I find incredible. So yeah, it'll, it, it, it'll be a huge journey. Um, hopefully we'll learn a lot. Hopefully mm. our listeners will learn a lot mm. and, and who knows where, where it'll take us. Mm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. so yep. Stay tuned for the next episode, uh, of the midlife athlete podcast. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. Mm.